All right, welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself, my viewers and listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's Holly D. Boz in the building. Hashtag bars, bitch. Definitely, definitely. And I know we just talked at the, at the uh, Loud Money, but I appreciate you for coming yes, right back. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who we got here with you? It's Prince Egypt, the artist, Big Red ENT in the building. They go stupid, stupid. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna touch more on that a little bit later, but for right now we're gonna start at the top. So for the people who may not know, uh where you from, where you grow up? I'm from the South Side Low End, Robert Taylor Projects, baby. And and I'm I'm not too much of a South Sider. I know. I'm, so I just is do, do they call it the low end because it's the lower numbers or yeah. okay. It's yeah. the lower numbers. I never asked to get definite certification it's on that. Lower numbers. Okay. And then we we right off State Street. We one block off State Street. So. Okay. Okay. So how how was how was your childhood? How was it growing up? It was in, fun. On yeah. It, shit. It was fun. I'm mad as hell. They told them bitches down. Like yeah. Man, you always had a way to get some money. Like it didn't matter. Everybody was a hustler. Once they told them boys now, we was like, this fuck. We did gotta, you, like, wake up. Did you ever feel unsafe? Because, you know, a lot of people who didn't grow all up in the, the projects, time, you hear horror norm, stories. Like, okay. all the time. But I'm saying, was, was it, like, the norm that you was cool with or something that y'all paid attention to? Like, man, we got to get in for the street lights or walk the bar. I don't really know how to answer that because, like, once upon a time, we had to come in when the mm-hmm. street lights came on. But then, like, you know, your family go through stuff and you get evicted. So it's like you outside all night. So mm-hmm. I, I went through both. So I felt like I I went through a lot, but shit, it made me who I am. So okay. I wouldn't change none of it. Okay. And that, and that slightly walks into my next question. You said it made you who you are. What what about growing up in this area, uh, in this environment, Ooh. probably shaped, shaped you growing up or what you are today? You got to have thick skin. Like, true. If, if somebody call you out your name and or just create rumors about you that you don't like, like, bro, just dust that shit off because if they ain't talking about you, you ain't hot. Mm-hmm. Now, it took years for me to say that, but I used to be angry and frustrated. Like, I'm a good person. Why is people attacking me? Man, fuck that shit. I don't care what nobody say, just as long as they talking. Okay. As long as you say my name and you Google my shot, I'm cool. Right, right. Okay. It don't matter. Okay, we're gonna continue to walk. Okay, so we on the low end. How was what was you what was your mindset growing up? Did you have a, a set career and goal? Did you wanna be a doctor, lawyer, or was it someone always on on the stage right That's the mic? so weird because I wanted to be an architect. Like like a building architect? Yes. Okay. And, and, and I, I sketched and sketched. I had like about five sketchbooks that I, I drew in every day. And it took me like three months to draw a Tupac and somebody stole it and I said I'd never draw again. Okay. And then I just stopped, and then I turned to basketball. Okay. Where did you get the? Because especially for a kid in the projects, where did you get the yeah. man for to be an architect? Did you like see it on I Channel saw, Eleven one night or something? This, dude, this is the weirdest shit, right? Okay, so it was a group of us, and we was playing hide and go seek, right? Now our builders was fifteen floors. For some, I I don't know how I followed my friends on the roof of the building, and I we all looked over the edge. We all looked towards the Rosenwald, and we was just looking down at 43rd, because I'm 45th in federal. And it was just, like, pretty to me, like, how the buildings was all just lined up, and, and the parks was, like, and that's why I was like, oh, shit, I want to draw some buildings. I want to make mm-hmm. my own project. 
But I ain't tell my friends because, of course, they weren't talking about that. I was the only one that was right. kind of weird. So. Okay. That's how I got into architect. Okay. Standing on top of the building. Don't know how and I got And did you know there. it was an architect? Did you have to ask somebody, like, who been, who make buildings? No, I actually knew. I, I read a lot. I was okay. one of them friends that just read the dictionary sometimes. I was just, okay, I had to ask. I know some people today who do, who grown don't know what architect means, so. Oh, nah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. I knew at 11. That's definitely dope. That's dope. <laughs> okay. So, and, and how was the basketball career? Was that something that you took serious or something I that did. you just found your... I did. I did. I was... Okay. How, how serious? My nickname on the low end is Loving Basketball. What Nobody position? knows my real name. I was playing guard and shooting guard. Okay. So, to this day, everybody that I grew up with don't mm-hmm. know my real name. Okay. You, I keep it like that. You still picking up the ball here and here now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. Here and there. Okay. That was my first love, but you know, I had to grow out of it. I had to make money. So. You had and and what do you mean by grow out? Like when you graduated Shit, high life, school, life hit though. Like being homeless at a young age, you know, it's either this or that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got. I had a coach that like took me in and like showed me the ropes, but at the end of the day, everybody went home to a, a nice household. I didn't, so mm-hmm. it was like I had to grind at a young age. So. Okay, so what, I ain't mad at it though. Because it definitely shaped you to what you are today. So yeah, yeah. With all that going <laughs> on, where did the the love or because I'm pretty sure music always been a part of your life, but where did the the love come from? Come from the music, like that you want to incorporate it in your life. Well, music, like being homeless, like if I heard songs, it would make me escape what I was going through. Mm-hmm. But I always wrote poetry since like the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I won the Young Authors Award, and, like, I was really, really talented with the poetry, but the guys at school, like, 7th and 8th grade, used to tap on the desk over and over again, and I'm like, bro, y'all irritating, because, one, I ain't got no sleep. I've been outside 24 hours. Y'all went home. You know what I'm saying? I've been outside. So I used to hate that. And then one day, they was like, just speed it up, just speed it up, because I was saying a poem I wrote about Dr. Martin Luther King, but I don't remember. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. No problem. And it fit, it fit with the beat, and I was like, Wow, okay, okay, cool. They was freestyling that in, in seventh grade. I didn't know what freestyling was. Right. But once I did that, I just kept writing every day, writing every day. Okay, and you, you was at this point just writing poems every day? Yeah, or? I was just writing poems. Okay. And then me and my sister, we did like, it, it was uh like one of them like big girl groups in the projects, and they just stomp and clap and then be rapping, you know, thump, 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 thump. Dun, 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 dun. And everybody just formed a big circle. Man, it was like a hundred people outside in the parking lot, right. just listening to the girls rap. So that's that was our beat because we didn't know nothing about. You know, we had the internet. We couldn't right. look up no beats. Right. Well, nobody had no beat machine in projects, none of that stuff. So we just made our own beats by stomping and climbing. Okay, okay. That's how it worked out. So, so from going, what was the transition from making our own beats to? Rapping on beats, getting in the studio, was it somebody like, hey, you, you really dope at this, take it serious? Was it like something that you knew in your heart that you needed to take serious? How did you make that transition from just nobody thought? Because everybody knew me from basketball, so mm-hmm. like I would get mad if you touched my basketball. Like I feel like you tainted my dream. Everybody knew not touch my stuff. I would go crazy. I ain't never heard that before. Don't touch my basketball. If you touch my bag, anything like. And it wasn't like, they didn't see me as a rapper. They only seen me as a point guard. Mm-hmm. So they ain't really never like, hey, loving basketball, you should rap. It's surprising to all of them. Like every time they see me like, ain't you loving basketball? Like it, it's always a surprise. So. Okay, okay. So do they call you loving basketball yep. just because it was a female or what? No. I was a female playing ball. 
and I had a big afro, and I wore Iversons, I wore Tim's, Timberlands, like the Peacoats, the 150s, like I was a whole tomboy. And they just kept calling me Love and Basketball. They never did ask my real name. But it <laughs> <laughs> like, only people know my real name is my family. Okay. So, so let's talk about the evolution from Love and Basketball to, to Holly. So, how did that come about? Ooh, I would say 2000 and 2005, 2006, around that time. I just felt like I kept seeing myself on TV, but I didn't know what I was doing. Now you have those dreams, some nice dreams. You wake up all happy and proud, and you're like, what the hell? Wait a minute. If I'm on TV, what am I doing on TV? Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, that's that's something from God. I just kept saying that. That's a sign from God. I need to do something because I'm going to be great at whatever I do. Mm-hmm. So I always wrote every month, like every week. I had journals. Just, I would write letters to God when I was younger, especially when I was homeless. Then poetry here and there and all of that stuff. So I was like, man, without some old notebooks. That was when actually I started thinking about rapping when 106 from Park was busting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just kept watching every day. I'm like, man, I could feel them. Like, and that's when I started. I took it serious. Okay. So what did taking it serious look like? How did you end up in the studio? How did you get the music? How did, how did taking it serious well, I was working for Ford at that time, and mm-hmm. I was working 12-hour shifts, six days a week. So Is that a good job? That's kind Bruh. of a job I have Bruh. that tell a lot of men to, to, to look into. Oh, I'm... No, I, I, don't, showed, I don't mean I about... I showed them all up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I did that for six years. I just but mean like something that you can go into. You don't have know, a life. You know what I'm saying? So if you plan on doing stuff outside of that... Yeah, that's me. Don't do it. It's my one day. Your one day. My and one I day. kid you not, all you want to do is sleep. And you get mad if the phone ring on that one day. Trust me, I know. Do not disturb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't had that D&D back then. I was like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> like, irritating my soul. But once I realized, like, I didn't want to, because it was people that I was working at, and they was like 75 years old, 80 years old, doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm like, this can't be my life. I'll start freaking out. And I was like, nah, I'm done with it. Then uh, the next time we went on layoff, because they always go on layoff in the summertime, I just started reaching out to my family. Hey, y'all know somebody in the studio? How do you record a song and blah, blah, blah? Because it's easy as a kid to just stand outside and rap, but mm-hmm. I didn't know the layout. Like, you literally have to write it down, blah, 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 go to the studio, pay people. Man, I was all messed up. I just thought I was supposed to walk in the studio and be a stop. Man, please. I got slapped in the face like, hey, sure, you got some money? I'm like, no. <laughs> they like, what you thought you was about freestyle. to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought because I was cool with all the guys coming up, that I'd be cool with all the guys, you know, as a, as I'm older. And they're right. like, nah, lay a bread at. We okay. got to eat too. Do you remember your first experience walking to the studio? What was it like? Do you remember the song? Do you remember the atmosphere? What was that experience like? Atmosphere, I was terrified. It, it was a, I don't remember the guys that was in there, but I was, I was shaking in my boots. Like, and I kept like second guessing myself, like, is this really what you want to do? Mm-hmm. I was going to line you up. And what put me like, Outside of everybody else, as soon as I put the headphones on and he turned on the on the track that I was supposed to rap to, I freaked out. That shit was uh, blasting in my ear. <laughs> no, it was blasting in my ear. I'm the only person that you probably know that you got to turn me down. Don't turn me up. Yeah, turn you me never hear down. nobody I, say turn me down. I know. I get that all the time, bro. <laughs> that might be an ad I'm like, hey, oh, I, I can't hear myself, so I, I can't rap like that. And he was like, are you kidding me? They just kept cracking jokes all night, and I was like, I don't really think I should do this shit. But I turned out like killing all of them on the track. Oh yeah, and then I that same going. night. So how how did you work through that? How did you 
Did you just focus on, on what you when came somebody, to do? Was yeah, it when, somebody no, gave you some tips? How did you work through that? It wasn't even that. It was you telling me I couldn't. So it was like everybody in the room, even though they was my friends, they was my enemy after that. Mm-hmm. So I had to prove you wrong. And everybody didn't want to do a song with me now. <laughs> okay, okay. So you catching your stride in the booth yeah. at this at this point? Are you are you recording, focusing on trying to make projects? Just you just dropping singles, or you just like getting in the studio, and having your own at music point? on you? Yeah. Or back then? Uh, at this no, at, I, a little bit back then. Once you consistently going to the studio, was it a consistent thing after that? No, nah, it, it really wasn't. Just got your no, feet wet and got out. Right, just I'm like, is this something I really wanted to do? But. It turned out like uh, one of my family members, she owned a radio, I mean, a record label. And like, she just put me in the game and she kept working with me. Shout out to Nikki. She kept working with me and believing in me. So that I, I just kept going with it. Okay. And but just, it wasn't consistent like I would hope for it because, you know, life is. Right. You gotta sure. pay bills and shit. And that shit wasn't paying bills. So <laughs> I had to come back to it when I could. Okay, so let's move a little bit more into the current time and okay. and the serious and how serious you taking it now. When did that come upon you? It was like, all right, now nah, I need to go ahead, brand this, record this, drop this. What made you take that leap into you know what I'm saying? Was it after the Ford thing or? Nah, I've been in it for a minute. My mom passed last year, so I think that's when I was like, because I always said I'm gonna get on. Before, like, she passed away. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and she passed away. So I felt like I owe it to us to go extra, extra hard because maybe I was procrastinating, thinking that I had more time with it, and I didn't. So I guess since I buried my mom, like, I don't care what project somebody want me on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I need my name everywhere. Mm-hmm. And how did you go about doing that? Was it just being more, uh, doing more networking? Was you, nah, like, I'm it gonna, was actually my upload. Writing? It was, okay. okay, so like I take uh, the hottest beats that's out, and I write some shit to it, mm-hmm. memorize it in an hour, and just record myself, you know, spin the bars to it. Mm-hmm. That seemed to like keep everybody, you know, on my page still fucking with me. Like, so I'm still relevant even when I wasn't recording songs mm-hmm. and didn't have no music out there. I was still relevant with the upload. So I think that kept me afloat. Okay, okay. Because so- I didn't have money to go to the studio. So I had to stay relevant to the Chicago rap scene, but that was the only way I could find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. We we covered the the musical influence within yourself and within where you grew up at. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So what about the the mainstream? You have any mainstream influence? What was you listening to growing up? You know what I'm saying. What was who was you had posters on your wall? Who who was that? I had no wall to post shit on, but true, you know I feel true. you. Uh, Busta Rhymes. Okay, Buster. Uh, it was a group in a project called Midnight Thugs. They was like some heavies, but they they just did rap shows. I don't know if you ever heard them, Soldiers at War. It sound very familiar. Uh, Twister, like Shauna, Remy Ma, definitely MC Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also listen to Prince too. I like. Prince. Yeah, I don't listen to much Prince, but yeah, some weird Please shit. But on. I like. <laughs> Blast that shit in a minute when I was younger. Like, hey, don't turn that off. as my shit. And At also, do you, do you think any of these artists influenced the the product that you come out with today? Do you have any of them in mind when you recording? Like I might wanna, nope. you know what I'm saying? I actually don't listen to the radio. Like the songs that I listen to when I am like driving or something like that, it be old school. Like what I grew up off of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the new, cause I, I feel like if I listen to it too much, I might bite your sound. Not intentionally. But you know, when you constantly around somebody that can influence, you know, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you move, operate or interact with other people. So 
I don't really like. I only know what two Cardi B songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like she dope. I fuck with her. I, I watch on um, you know, social media, but I don't listen to their songs because I don't want to sound like. Mm-hmm. Yet I keep getting compared to Shauna or Remy, which is great. That's cool. That's like, like a bonus. Okay. Well, we kind of on the subject a little bit. Who would you Lord. say the best female mainstream artist? When we get into the more local underground list. Mainstream, like, like back in the day, or like my like top, right now, just like just right my top, just off your, you know, what I'm saying your expert opinion. Well, I can't put the girls that's in it now because I don't listen to them. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't tell you the the newest. Like, All right, okay. If they okay. ain't no Chicago artists, like I can't even put them in there because. I cannot listen to City Girls. No offense. Okay, I let's just, just do all time. MC Light, Remy Ma, Look Kim, The Brat, Shauna. Who number one? MC Light. Okay, that's dope. That's the name you don't hear too much anymore. Man, she kept me going. Okay. Yeah, no idea. Okay, still talking about what's going on right now. <clears throat> what's your creative process like when you, when you creating music? Are you writing, going to the studio with notebooks full of raps? Are you punching in and out? Are you self medicating? Ooh, what, what's, yeah, what's you, you got the questions, don't you? What's, what's that look like? <laughs> <laughs> so, I low key only go to the studio when I have a complete song. I don't mm-hmm. waste time. Time is money, and you know, like if I'm paying for an hour, I'm getting two to three songs in an hour. You miss that shit on your own time. Because right. I, I got all the songs, I got all my layouts, I got all my ad libs, all that. I come prepared already. Um, it don't take me that long to write a song. If like if I have a deadline, I move faster. But if it's on me, I procrastinate. I ain't gonna lie to you. Is is that coming already prepared? Something that you you gained over over the time, or was you always like that? It no, it was always like that. When I realized it costs money to record a song. All right. That first time I walked in there and they laughed at my ass like, "Where you bringing that?" I realized, okay, I need to bring my A-game every time. I can't waste money because once I realized they charge by the hour, and I've seen people in the studio for six, seven hours, and they ain't even leave with a song, bro. I ain't come here to hang out, kick it, writing sessions, none of that. Right. Can't record. Okay. So it came early on. Okay. Staying on the same boat, who would you say you make music for when you, when you are creating? Who? You have a certain different demographic at man. Who would you say, if you say, I had to, you got to, Sell it to somebody who what's your what's your main selling point? I never thought about that. Okay. I actually make music for me. So yeah. hopefully somebody like it. But nah, I never gave myself like a genre or a crowd to like <coughs> aim it at. So nah. Do you Whoever cons- likes it. do you consider like certain like styles and vibes? Like I need a, a club record, I need a, a radio record. I Maybe. tried that. I tried that, but Nah, just write whatever like you feel because once you like focus it on that, like you, it ain't gonna be what you think it is. Because mm-hmm. you're too driven just to make this this radio record. Okay. Whole time you can make a banging ass record and just get a radio edited. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't focus on radio. Okay. Just focus on like doing your own thing. All right, all right. If it's oh. hot enough, they know how to bleep that shit out. They do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you'll hear me some. <laughs> I, I heard some of your music already, and, and I, t- I definitely wasn't expecting it. The, the songs you played nah. last week. Cool. That shit. Them, them. They sound like radio songs, and like songs I could, could hear on the radio, that, especially the second one. I definitely one. don't have a radio edit, so I was like, they know how to bleep it out if they really rock with right. you know, like. Right. 
I mean, it ain't nothing for me to go back to the studio and fix it or, you know, like, get the second version. But, like, truth be told, somebody really, really rock with you, they know how to maneuver around certain stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't focus on trying to be perfect with it because that's when you, you get stressed out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, with you, with, with War, is definitely a hot record. And then the one that, that you preview, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> how do you go about promoting this music, getting it out to the masses, getting out to the people around you? How, how, what does that look like? So, my thing is, like, I, I don't have people to, like, lead me in that direction. Like, this is what you should do to your music. This is what you should do. But I do have a friend, PK and Darcy. Like, they, they great with the music. Like, any questions that I, I need to know, I can reach out to them or to Prince Egypt. So, it's like... I don't really have those questions because I try to use my own mind frame about it. I can't drop an album until I have a certain fan. Mm-hmm. So singles seem to be busting for me. You know, my uploads seem to work for me. I don't know if they will work for other people, so I have to go with what works for me. Exactly. Exactly. And, and just a few more questions before I let you go. Talk to me about being a female in a, in a male-dominated industry. Is that something that, that, that you have to face every day? Is it more or less than it used to be? What, what's it like That's being? my stomping ground. I was a tomboy. That oh, shit, yeah? I fit right in. That shit doesn't bother me at all. I don't look at them no different, though. To me, I feel like we just artists. It's mm-hmm. not a girl. It's not a boy. It's not a man. It's not a woman. Because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. So... I got to show this whole crowd why I think I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. I don't think about, like, it's a male-dominant field. Technically speaking, the girls is taking over, but I don't feel like that. I feel like we just all in the same boat. And I also mean, like, in the aspect of men, sometimes, a lot of times, a man I had a studio, you know what I'm saying, I had the access to the music and stuff. You never that's had what, a... That's what PK come in at. Okay, okay. In case I'm uncomfortable, that's what PK come in at. Shout out to PK. Shout out PK. There you go. Like, I don't, I got friends that put me in in, in better positions. All right. So okay. I got work. Okay. Okay. And just speaking on PK, and you also said when you when you made your your debut, you was jumping on anything and everything. I still am. Oh, that and I, that's why I want to talk Who to you about. Work? So so when you <laughs> when you when you work with other artists, is it strictly artists that you're interested in working in? Is anybody send you a track that's hot? You jumping on it? Do send you, me the track. I sit him back. Do you go listen to their music? I ain't got <laughs> So, I ain't know, got to. Don't. So, my my theory on that is pretty much like I want to be the T Pain of Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want if every if I'm on everybody's song, whether it's hot or not, one of them make it to the radio, but my shit don't make it to the radio. I'm still on the radio. Right. Facts. Like, why am I finna argue with it? Facts. You want to work? Let's work. Get your vibes up though, cause I'm bringing the heat. I'm just saying, I'm on. If you want to work with me, I don't care. I don't care if you're from Los Angeles, Atlanta, Chicago, West Side, North Side. I don't care. Let's work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't hold no grudges because if you love music, you love music. So I'm on that. Okay. So so it's definitely dope having the love for the music, but you know a lot of times monetization does come with it. So is that something that you consider? Like I'm, I want to get a deal. I want to be a major independent. Yeah. Is that anything yeah. taken into consideration? There's too many documentaries out there where everybody <laughs> done got some fucked up deals. No, thank you. Shout out to PK. She's an independent artist. I'm gonna follow right behind her. <laughs> like, nah, at least stay independent. Oh, I'm cool. You can control your own stuff. All right. You know, and did like say if I did want to make a drastic change with uh, my form of music, mm-hmm. being signed, you have to sit down and talk to them about that. Being an independent artist, I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I have issues with authority, 
It's just when your music, when you go through different periods of your life, your music change. Happy, sad, anxious, you you know what I'm saying. But with a label, bro, you got to talk to them about every decision that you make. No, thank you. All right. I'm cool on that. Okay. Nothing you ever dabbled with before? Like, been part of any, you know? I did. It sucked. I got, I got fucked. So, no. That never happened. Okay, okay. Um, I got a couple more questions about you. I mean, <laughs> for you. So, <clears throat> how do, how does choosing music look like? You know what I'm saying? Does are you writing first and then putting lyrics to a beat? Are you listening to a beat and then writing to the beat? I do Is both. It? Like, I could be like driving to school, and some bars are coming to my head. At the next red light, I'm hurry up, jot them down. Mm-hmm. By the time I get to school. I keep, you know, repeating it over and over again. I, I got it locked in my head. I might scroll through YouTube for a beat, or I might continue to keep writing. And then two, three days later, I might find a beat. Because mm-hmm. I, I used to, like, I was so adamant about it, I couldn't write unless I had a beat. And I had to break myself out of that. Now I write without a beat. So I feel like I write my cadences. My cadence are so good that they fit with any beat. So that's how I write. In mm-hmm. case I can't find a beat, you feel mm-hmm. me? It'll fit to something. Okay, okay. And still, kind of t- talking on about the features. You said your your partner also is a music, uh, an artist. Yeah, yeah. Is is that something that y'all y'all um, got a feature together? Something y'all got working on, or is it strictly? Let me show you got that. Oh, he just <laughs> tried to sneak this me on the interview. <laughs> oh, that no, that I <laughs> I gotta laugh. Oh, tell me, Jesus. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm not. That I like. <laughs> How many do we yeah, have? Four. We got four. So I think we performed two together, though, right? Yeah, this is one that you. Okay. One of the songs that we got together, I was venting, and I didn't want to vent no more. Meaning, mm-hmm. I didn't want the world to hear that. Mm-hmm. So even though he loved that song, I just didn't want to relive the pain because mm-hmm. I, I let it out that one time. So, no, you talking about. Okay. I know, but yeah, I, that's what I, it's, it's I understand real. what he's saying, but I feel like I would be crying while I'm trying to rap yeah. on stage. Like, sometimes how could you they get be, that out? Sometimes they do be crying. All right, we gonna do that one song. So if I can't get two bars out, we gonna fight at the end of that. What? So it seems like I got a pretty good chemistry. What is it like creating creating music together? Is it is it? I, I know y'all not just sending the, the finished track to each other. So they, now we got a, we got a studio in the bedroom. And so what is it? What is it like working? Is it how the okay? Let me, let me question it. Word we don't it like work this. Together. What does a disagreement look like? If if you bring a verse, if he bring a verse, you're like no, nah, that ain't. It. How how does how does that? What does that we look said, like? I said just like that. That ain't it. Go back to drum board. What about you? Is that? They don't sound right. Is is that how you how you? I think I gotta give up. If I don't answer quick enough, mm-hmm. I get it already. If you don't respond, mm-hmm. that is the answer. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that shit whack. You know, then I go like uh-huh. scratch it out because, like, if it's a, if you hesitate to answer my question, mm-hmm. that ain't it. That means you think it's too hard. Okay, let me start over. And is the subject matter of these four songs something y'all discussed previously? Did y'all hear the music and was like, we gotta, we gotta do this? How, how did the creation? Make me crazy was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I gave you the concept. I was like, I want to be talking shit to you and you talk shit to me. But at the end, we love each other. Bam, and that's how we wrote it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just be like, do whatever you want to do. I just <laughs> okay. All the time. Right. Okay. Okay. 
So so what what do you hope to get up out the music? What's the ultimate goal? When you sit back and, and Ooh, when you're rocking chin and it's all said and done, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish? Um we all want something better. We all want to see something better. Um, I'm not like trying to top the charts and outdo another artist or nothing like that. I'm just trying to be financially stable where it's the I have my hands in different aspects of income. Mm-hmm. So now I won't be rapping for the rest of my life. This okay. is a stepping stool. Okay. Do you want to use that stepping stool to continue ways into music? Like, is it a label or a company or just do your thing, I, leave your no, mark, mm-mm. make your money, nope. and I'm you up? Can't, can't deal with other people's personalities, not on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. If I am a boss, I'm going to be one of them bosses that you can't talk to. Mm-hmm. You want to start a label? You can do all the business. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I mean. Nah, but I, I like uh, real estate, I love architect. So. That's never left my head. And I see something beautiful, I just stare at it all day. So, okay. you know, so I would so, definitely get into that. So, at, and at that point, do you picture yourself leaving music totally alone and just exploring that other route? Or do you think nah, music will always be that. a you part? You know, I got to keep dabbing in it. Okay. That's I got to. That's what I was going to say. I ain't going to leave them hanging. I was going to say, you love seeing a little bit too deep, you know what I'm saying? Right. So. My fans going to be like, what happened? Then we're going to have to do a documentary and all that. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Okay. Before you go, let's talk about what you uh got going on right now and what you got coming up. Ooh, man. So November the twelfth, I headline my own show at Sunny's Place, thirty fifty seven West Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of surprises for that boy, cause like first headliner, so I got to put on a performance, a show. Like, man, I'm, I'm just proud of it. I ain't even did it yet. Mm-hmm. And then November twenty fifth, uh, all girls, um. Showcase hosted by Kitty, and then November 26th, Taco Fan Appreciation uh, concert. Definitely gonna rock that motherfucker with I'll PK. Be there. Yeah, I know oh, you'll yeah. be there. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much. Oh, November 19th, uh, I got the denim ball with Big Red ENT, uh, the toy drive giveaway. I'm performing there too, as, as well as uh, Prince E's artist. So, if I'm not mistaken, I just got DM this morning for December 1st awesome. and December 3rd. And a Christmas party. So I just told them, let me get through November, like, you know, ending, and I, I holler at them. Okay. You definitely got a lot going on. I yeah, was, I'm trying to get booked. Like, I was going to slate book. this interview to come out a few weeks from now, but you got too much. I have to, I I'm going to have to push it to the front of the line. Yeah. You got too much you know, information. Right behind PK. Right. I know she waiting, but yeah. you know, you got to push that. Uh, I don't want to do, that. do it the first week of December. You like, November what? What's November? November? Right. <laughs> now, November 12th, they November, the November 19th, the denim ball. Shout out to Big Red ENT. And then we got November 25th, hosted by Kitty, all females, like concerts. Tia Songberg gonna be in that boy. Oh my God. Naima uh, Loco. I'm sorry, Naima. Naima Loco. A lot of dope other artists. But the 26th, man, you know that bitch gonna be back. Like, Taco do his thing on the concert. I'm glad I could be a part of it. Like, y'all don't wanna miss that. And I know I was gonna say it for I, I, I said it so I many times. Deck, so he gotta air this motherfucker faster than what he said. So, so. And, and I know I said that was the last question, but I got one since we was talking about the performances. No well, how did you uh, prepare yourself for, for stepping on stage? Was you was you throwing up in the bathroom? Was you always? Nah, you know what? <laughs> I be feeling like it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I be a nervous wreck. I think I be pissing him off too. Uh, just my anxiety be just like, I be so irritated. The I, littlest, I, I the seen littlest a, a clip on Instagram. Like, you was going crazy. 
Yeah, that's when the mic touched my hand. Okay. We okay. talking about before. That's the difference. Before I'm irritated, like you ain't got my music. I gotta keep coming up to the DJ. Oh no, I feel some type way. Now you trying to self sabotage me, you know, like put me out there. Or like I peep the crowd. I gotta look at the energy, like if it's dry, you know, I, I figure out like I right, am I gonna go through the crowd, am I gonna stand still, stuff like that. So yeah, I be a nervous wreck till the mic touch my hand. Okay, and I'm the, always nervous. Any practicing going to it? Any did you was you in the mirror? I'm oh, a, of course, I'm a, yeah. Okay. Of course. Shower, mirror. <laughs> Him, yeah. Okay, okay. So he rehearses well. I'll be on, run that back. You know, boy sweat, huh? What's up? Do it again and then look right. So okay, yeah, okay. we be on each other. And, and this, this seriously, the last one. I just want to talk about war a little bit more. Just talk about the my baby. The because I mentioned you said that's up to this point probably one of your favorite songs that you've done. My baby. And and what made that? You know what I'm saying? What made that the one? Did it start with the beat? Did it start with the lyrics? Did it start with the finished product? And you hearing it back to you? What made that that the one? I was I was mad. I wrote the song completely without a beat. I actually did the little beat on the table. You know, I just kept the little pen going in the car. Finally found the beat like days later. And I'm like, oh, this fit with this. I don't know. It just gave me that. It gives me energy. Like, as soon as the chorus just dropped, it's just like, ah, I got to turn up. Like, I can't be quiet and just, you know, walking around the stage. I don't know. It does something to the crowd. It does something to me. Like, I get chills listening to my own song. That's how I know it's the one. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oof. every time I turn, I'm like, yeah, that gotta be it. That gotta okay. be it. Okay. All right. I ain't even gonna say how many questions, but your support system. Uh, I, I see Prince right here. What's uh, other uh, outside? How is your your family taking the music good? Is the people you know what I'm saying that you call your friends? How how do they take take the music? Is they they supportive? Yeah, they all share my shit. Um, tag me in it. Repost it. In my line, call me at one two o'clock in the morning. Say they're proud of me. They they do stuff like that, so it's it's pretty dope. I like it. Okay, okay. I love it actually. And you definitely working. You going crazy. So so I, I'm, I'm gonna need you back. You know what I'm saying? Sometime next year. You know what I'm saying? Oh Go yeah. So we can, we can all see these the shows. Right? You know what I'm saying? The elevation. Your first headliner. You know what I'm saying? All that. Definitely. So so uh, let the people know where they can find you on social media, where they can find the music, where they can reach out to you for for some work. Oh, okay, so I am Googleable. My name is Holly D Barz. That's Holly with an I D B A R Z Z. Um, you can Google my name. Everything will pop up. You can find me on all streaming platforms, social media, YouTube, IG, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, follow my fan page on Facebook. That's Holly D hashtag Bars. Now get that butt popping. And Instagram official Holly D Bars. Okay, okay. Appreciate your time. Can't wait to have I you back. I appreciate you. Hey, hey, hey. He should have had what plan on my way out the door. <laughs> Daddy, I'm mad I ain't catch all that. I'm just 